Hello everyone. Welcome to our episode 4. Actually, the third episode has not been edited yet and Miss um, <laughs> Laura Mungia is taking forever. So we're going to call this episode 4 and we're going to upload the episode 3 which was our best episode so far. I agree. Yeah. I I am still editing it. Yeah. Soon, soon it'll come. It'll I, come up. <laughs> I think it's uh it makes sense, right? Like you can be the most beautiful woman in the world, you still want to do makeup. So that's why I'm telling you that podcast episode was already very beautiful. Oh. You don't need to edit it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I like that um metaphor. Metaphor, yeah. Really mm-hmm. really nice metaphor. Thank um, you. And that was all the good stuff I had for today. Okay. And so, thank you for for <laughs> thank you for I was going to say watching us, not. Thank you for having he- our back. Like, hearing us today? They, oh. That was it. That's it for oh, our podcast. <laughs> that's it. Oh, okay. No, so now we're going to talk about uh, all the average stuff because the best stuff is behind us. So, Laura, where do you what are you up to? Tell me about it. What has been going on? Well, lately I've been working a lot. I've been at the office like eight hours, nine hours a day. Um, so I've been, I think my balance between life, uh, personal, personal shit and, and <laughs> professional things has been a little bit um how how do you say oh, this it's off the balance is off yeah the balance yeah. is off so i don't know it has been weird lately and yeah, yeah. let's say it. i don't know it, it's weird because normally i think i'm pretty balanced but lately i don't know what happened so who's Maybe. responsible for that mm the industry i guess the automotive the, industry the automotive industry yeah. the automotive industry then it's going pretty pretty fast right now so anyhow i don't want to complain about it because i do love my work and i've been learning a lot of new things and about these new things i've been improving my small talk oh really okay a lot like Oh my god, I think that I'm getting better and I'm better every day. And so right now I categorized uh, categorized categorized yeah. mm-hmm. small talk. Okay. So phase 1, phase 1. Phase 1 is good uh how are you? That's a phase phase 1. Okay. Uh, how are you and you you answer good and good. That's phase 1. Mhm. Now, phase two is good, and you, okay. then the other person says, oh, you know, hanging, hanging in there, you know, like this. So, phase three, mm-hmm. it's when you say something mm-hmm. about the answer of the other person. Like, yeah, it, I'm hanging. Yeah, well, it's almost Friday, you know, it's almost yeah. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's phase, that's phase three. Right when you when you can say something about what the other person answered to the to the common uh, question, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and phase four, ultimate phase, is when you compliment or take this the the conversation to another another topic. 
Okay, how do you do that? Give me an example. Like, uh, well, it's almost it's almost Friday. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, okay. <laughs> do you have any plans for this weekend? Then the other mm-hmm. person says, uh, well, you know, going out with the kids... Oh yeah, that's that's a really really good plan. Actually, I've been in some parks lately around this area. They're cool. They're really really nice parks. And you know, winter it's almost over. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Speaking about the weather, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think I've been I've been getting better, and now I'm forcing myself to get at least to phase four in every small talk. Really? Yeah. Try oh, to man. try to manage the conversation in order to get. To phase four. After phase four, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll we'll become BFFs. I I don't know yet. But phase four, it's minimum right now for me. So mm-hmm. it has been good. I've been I've been learning these people skills, which are, I think they're really good for professional and personal life. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe in in next week. So speaking, next week. Speaking of the small talk part two, I had another topic related to this, which is. What I've noticed is work Laura is different from non-work Laura. And what about Laura, podcast Laura? What about... (laughs) Podcast Laura is closer to non-work Laura, right? Really? I think it's just in the middle. Mm, I don't know. I think it's very much like non-work Laura. So tell our listeners something about your ideology or thoughts on how you should be as a person at work, which causes you to behave the way you do. And, uh, okay, so and but but explain how to, how do I behave because I I don't know. Well, you're more quieter at workplace. You feel that somebody's watching you at all times, and uh, you try to behave, you know, in a very composed manner. You don't laugh freely as freely you do on the podcast and in non-work scenarios, and also, I think in your head you categorize certain talk as not appropriate for work. Yeah, that for sure. Even though nobody might be watching that text conversation on Skype or nobody might be hearing the conversation, you still think certain conversations are not appropriate for work. So where did this come from? Or do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree 100%. Actually... For me, yeah, it's pretty clear that there are topics that shouldn't be uh, talked, shouldn't be talked, discussed, discussed in workplace. Um, even though, and it's not like I feel like someone is hearing or someone is watching. It's just this. Uh, it's just that I want to match what I think it's appropriate with what I do. You know, so mm-hmm. for me, the boundaries at work should be very. Um, very clear mm-hmm. so yeah I, I agree with your assessment mm-hmm. because it is it is true I, I don't I don't think you should get too personal on on on, on work on the work site I don't think so because I'm, I'm in the business I'm in the business in the business setting setting so yeah I don't I don't I don't feel you should talk about certain things that are personal. Still, I think, and it's another another thing that I would like to learn, it's how to to be more personal 
but without being professional in the in the workplace you know try to try to i would like to know how to connect in a deeper level without losing the professional um decorum of the place yeah yeah so i think that's a good observation so you're welcome for bringing this up <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this will help you work on this skill i think and speaking of getting to phase four of your small talk is directly in line with this i think if you're doing the small talk but you're rigid in your body in your emotions it's gonna be hard to connect I, it's, it's not just the length of the conversation the small talk it's also about um, i agree but i think it's also practice i think that if you're not born with it which mm -hmm. i i'm not like i was not i'm not born with But how is it possible with that? in Mexico? I'm sure people greet each other when they pass by in the hallway. Yeah, right? but it's not the same. But how is it different? It's, Tell us. Well, in Mexico, we only say good morning, good afternoon. And that's, but that's it. it. We, we never compliment about your shoes or about your chemise or... But we're not talking about complimenting your co-workers choice of or asking attire. about the weekend or asking about the weekend i would never ask someone like how was your weekend in mexico no because i'm not interested in so, really yeah and they would never ever ask me about my weekend ever in the profession like in work workplace never hmm. like we just say good morning how are you good and you good that's it we never go further okay or about the weather we never so talk about the even weather. if you work with this person day in and day out you're not gonna ask about what's going on well, in their personal life that's the thing if i work with this person and i get along with this person we become friends like we start becoming like work friends So it's not yeah, like but here. Then do you ask them? How yeah, then but we're friends. Then you know, so we are. Yeah, so I'm here, also talking about here. Does coworkers who are sitting around you, who you work with. I'm not talking about somebody you saw next to the water cooler that you don't know about. Obviously, you're not going to ask them about their weekend. You're going to just say hi, how are you? And at most, you're going to say what department you work in. So that's like getting to know them. Question: If I'm at like the coffee place, like at the cafeteria. And if somebody is like making an eye contact mm -hmm. with me and seems interested to just stand next to me, so I'm not going to just stand next to them and not say anything. I think like my go-to question is, so what do you work on and how do you like it? So then I tell them what I work on and then we part ways. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, okay. I understand what you're saying, but still, it's different. I Because in Mexico, we start like when whenever you work with someone you kind of um it's it's more easy to do that personal um to get personal because of the culture i guess mm -hmm. so you don't have to talk about weather necessarily we never talk about weather because it's always hot that's right? a, yeah um I don't know, it's, you have to give it to the circumstances i think in america people make plans based on weather especially in michigan you are going camping or you're going on a hike or you're going to be outdoors depends all on the weather if it's going to be raining or snowing or it's going to be warm outside mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that's one reason that people don't uh, talk about weather in mexico because it's always hot well yeah but 
going back to the point of the of the small talk uh and and getting into a personal or a, into a deeper relationship with someone at at uh workplace um i think it's more it's more difficult and but still you can it, it's a trainable thing mm-hmm. uh, you can train and maybe at first that's what i think maybe at first you you look rigid and you look fake mm-hmm. but th- that's the thing you need to train yourself mm-hmm. so i'm i don't know if i look fake probably i do i don't know but i always try to you always know laura Deep, well, deep down you always know well then i'm definitely not fake i'm really i'm, I'm too real <laughs> wrong answer bang <laughs> so yeah all right let's move on to the next thing i have on my mind that i want to talk about so i wasn't talking to my dad for a long time i think about two months i told you about that mm-hmm, right so mm-hmm. the other day my sister called messages me hey you became u.s citizen and you didn't tell your dad Like how ridiculous that is. You couldn't put your ego aside for a day and just send him a short message, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, after she confronted me, I just sent him a message that, hey, not a big deal. I just became U.S. citizen. (laughs) Congratulations about that. Thank you. And uh, so we've been talking now and... Usually my fear is that after I start talking with him, my mood is going to be upset because he always tries to force things on me sometimes. So I have this idea in mind that maybe I want to take a career break and go travel the world, right? But it is so radical for his mindset. He's obviously not going to digest that. And... Obviously, some parts of me thought that I could just do it without telling them about it and just, you know, do it in secrecy. But anyway, it's out out there now. And obviously, he freaked out and started giving me emotional blackmail about you can't just think about yourself and you can't just... Uh... So, all of this was through WhatsApp? Yeah, on the call. On a call? Okay. Yeah, on a phone call. Oh, not, okay, not, okay. Not texting. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, he's like... Uh, your life obviously affects us and this something something like this would be too crazy for us to accept and digest and things like that mm-hmm. so obviously at first i told him yeah no no don't worry about it i'm not going to do it things like that and um, but obviously this thing keeps coming back to me every now and then that what's the big deal i'm going to work the next 30 years of my life so what if i just take a break and i'll come back to the workplace and i'm still i'm sure i'll i'll start making same amount of money in a year so i don't know how it's gonna go so i'm just always thinking about uh, why it stresses me and uh, i think the stress is from not having the freedom to live your own life Yeah. And also basically just then what am I am I just waiting for them to you know? Actually I was I was going to say what if they accepted it? What if they not not wait for anything to happen? Just imagine like in an uh in an al- al- 
alternative alternate universe alternate universe mm -hmm. that they were accepting i don't know if your mom agrees with this my but mom is like okay don't do what you want she's she's okay about it okay so then your dad so let's let's imagine that he agrees after, after you talking with him he says oh you know something you're right go travel the world we'll see we'll, we'll catch up later <laughs> uh yeah would you would you go then See, that's another thing. I haven't really been able to make the decision because I think um, every goal is exciting until you achieve it. And after you achieve it, then, you know, the happiness is last a day or two. Like for most things in life, that's how I think happiness has worked out for me. Like I'm trying to go after a goal and after I achieve it or if I'm even almost there. I kind of drop it and then life goes on and I'm starting to look for something else. So I think if I was given full freedom, I don't know, maybe I'll do it for a while and realize that it's not that fun as I thought. And then come back and try to find a job and things like that. So well, the only thing is, uh, why is this desire still there? Like, why can't I just accept And I think that's because I just want to be different and I f want to feel like I'm a rebel. Like, I don't want to conform with this nine to five and just want to go do something else. That's the thing. I mean, it makes sense because, yes, you're going like, uh, it, the, the, you're going to be working. You, you can be working the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And a year, really, I don't think it's going to change much to a bad to a bad uh it's, it's not gonna make anything worse exactly right i mean and that's the thing so why not do it why not live it i mean so is this thing. is this idea or feeling or desire is it yelling in your heart you know when when something yells like you you like it's that's so big it's... that your heart starts like getting bigger and bigger and bigger And there's nothing else but to do the thing you you need to do. So it's not like that. And the reason for that is because I'm working on my mindset in a different way recently. After listening to Osho, it's that he says that external world cannot make you happy. It's all inside you, right? So, and that's what my dad is using to like negotiate this with me. He's like... If all this work you're doing on yourself, listening to Osho, mm -hmm. and you still want to run after seeing the world, just the rocks and the water and the cement, and that's how he said it, then what's the point of all these uh, things that you're listening? And obviously, there is a point in that, but I still feel it's not that I'm running away from my job. I'm just making a conscious decision that logically seems correct like i have enough money to survive four to five years uh, out anywhere in the world and uh, why not do something different it's just i think the desire to be different the um, desire to be different yeah different than different than the society what everybody else is doing that's it and once i've done it then it is part of my life experience nobody can take away from me Like, I, I put it as a stamp in my timeline of life. 30 to 31, 
I travel the world. And then, you know what? It's forever different. Um, so that's, I mean, it is really cool. I would really like to travel the world for a year or two years or maybe mm -hmm. three years. I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, but also, I mean, this, the, the reason why, like, to be different. I don't mind being, like... I don't mind doing the same things that others mm -hmm. because I know that inside inside me mm -hmm. I'm way different than the others. So even though I'm going to my nine to five job, mm -hmm. uh, inside I, I, f I feel way different. So I don't mind like in the, in the external in the in this in this uh, material world and external. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm same I'm the same basic girl than than others Pro like I, I'm pretty sure I I am like that mm -hmm. from the outside but in the in the inside it's not like that at all so I don't mind so that wouldn't be a reason for me to travel because inside I don't feel I I don't I, I don't mind I don't mind doing mm -hmm. the same things the reason To, for me to, for example, travel would be to see, to see other, other things, to see other realities, to see, to, to make my eyes or my, to, I don't know, to expand my, mm -hmm. my and, conscious yeah, about that, the world size-wise, you know, like I, I, I now I think that the most the more you travel the more you understand bigger But things you know, the, the and deeper things the funny part is that i've already seen most of the continents of the world yeah but really like like what do you mean really yeah like if i if i travel if i if i'm if i travel to austria and i stay there one night or two nights or three nights honestly That's not that's not uh seeing the country. Yeah. Okay. So I can I can travel all the all the continents too, just by going to their airports and ding 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 and I'll so I don't think that's traveling. Traveling it's is staying in a place for two months. Yeah, I understand. But so how do I counter that thing then when my dad says all the happiness is gonna come from within and doesn't matter if I'm at my work or if I'm traveling the world. They, the external world shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. So that's the thing. Should it matter or not? That's the question I'm trying to answer. Like, am I running away from something? So if you already have this seed, this seed planted in your, in your brain about going to travel the world I mean of course everything comes within like first you need to explore maybe yourself uh, and understand what do you want like do you really want like what 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 is the reason the reason is I don't know I think it's it's a it's more complicated I'm sure it is because obviously the easy paycheck is very lucrative right 
But still, if you're saying that you could go... It's only one life. And if I've already saved up, it doesn't make sense to not do it. That's exactly... Yeah, I was going there. Yeah, for me, this time that you have, it's precious. You're you're not going to have it. Mm -hmm. You only get one lifespan on this earth. Yeah. And, uh, And whatever... I mean... Whatever can happen in a year or two years or three years from now. So mm-hmm. if you have this seed planted in your head mm-hmm. and you've been thinking about it, just mm-hmm. let the idea yell. Maybe it's your um, containing. I don't know if you are, but just if you have this, you've been desiring it for a long time. I don't think you should worry about... Um, about but here's the thing though if i do it and tell my parents that i'm doing it i mean isn't it selfish every I don't day think i'm so. out there they're gonna be in pain okay it's my dad and well I'm... but i think okay so i don't i don't i don't know your dad or anything um but i think if he's in pain it's because of his ideas because of his ideas of what like it's your life honestly it's your life and it's your time and he has mm-hmm. he, he had the opportunity to 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 do whatever he wanted which is good and i think you have the opportunity right now right now mm-hmm. so that's what i think mm-hmm. all right so Let's change the topic a little bit. So it's my sister's birthday today. Wahoo! Happy birthday, sister! Yeah, and she actually just texted me. Really? Yeah. What time are you coming? Oh my god, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, so I haven't bought any gift for her yet. Oh my god. Which I'm going to do right after this podcast. Okay. The thing I wanted to share with you was... After listening to Osho and whatever I am today, like my current mindset, I used to always write her like a beautiful happy birthday message, like uh, using my crafty words and things like that. But this year, I don't know, I don't have any thing, any thoughts to wish her, like what I wish for her. I don't know, my mind is blank, as if I've like told her whatever I wanted to tell her and now she's an adult and I don't have anything to say to her. I don't feel connected at all. Have you been spending time with her? Like, has something has something changed? Last year, did you write her something? Yeah. Like, when I bought her a card and I wrote her a beautiful message on it. So something changed? I'm proud of her and things like that. So something changed in your relationship with her? In, in like do you still share time with her or I don't know I think I envy her a little bit and I envy most people around me why because some people are just able to do things that I'm not able to do like like, like she's the she's able to rebel like she rebelled against the parents married a Muslim guy and um, had a baby and you know all that stuff and then uh, convinced us to get married or not even convince us she just told us that this is what i'm doing this is the guy i'm marrying good for her things like that and then now she goes to work and her husband stays at home and 
takes care of the baby so and she's applying for jobs one after the another just like she changed three companies in the last 18 months and like is making twice what she was making when she started so it's just like you know like all right you got your life figured out i don't have anything to say to you it's that kind of feeling you know mm, this is interesting so it all it all merges in the rebel in the in this rebel mm-hmm. rebelness yeah rebelliousness yeah rebelliousness. i have this strong desire to rebel and and that's the reason i think i go to late to places even if it's five minutes because i want it to be my way like constantly i'm late by five minutes so obviously there's it's not like i can't be five minutes early it is the unconscious desire i would like to unwrap this this topic because i think it's really interesting how this uh the this um mm. desire to rebel and you know what is... i want to also tell you something else so yeah although i love being here in our podcast uh-huh. it really annoys me that it has to be a certain time and a certain day and i cannot back out out of it or things like that you cannot and you i definitely cannot i had to like be here at five today and yeah. things like that so again it is revealing the rebellious or wanting to rebel side of it i would like to unwrap this topic because i feel it's really interesting but i think we would need to have more i don't know like more literature about it what do you mean more literature yeah i would like to look for right now i don't have any example of any book of a of that, that can Um, like the psychology of a rebellious mind you well, want to read a book I would, on this I would like that but actually I would like more to to tell you about a story uh, from a fictional book but right now I don't have anything mm-hmm. in my mind I'm mm-hmm. blank to right now mm-hmm. <laughs> but something that we could relate and maybe talk more about it because I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting this uh, rebelliousness and Osho also says that right that society conditions us to be a certain way all this construct of marriage having kids having a religion it's all what we created so everybody follows the same thing everybody goes to the class sits like a good student but it really like i would be mentally elsewhere like even in meetings today because i want i don't identify myself with this engineering job i'm like most of the times not there i'm checking out so that's the thing you can contain the physical body but you can't contain the mind yeah i totally i i totally agree and and the society over the years our parents they want to dominate us and try to contain our mind as well yeah and that's what they're doing totally. right now my dad's still wanting to do that because his own fears of uncertainty oh if i leave i'm i won't have a job and uh i will be like uh, making the, the biggest mistake of my life i think our our first our first um goal as as Species. daughter as daughter and son of uh of pair of your parents and my par- parents is to uh not carry their fears i think that's the main like our and, and our first goal That's because great. and I that's think why I have... i'm not carrying it like 
he would be afraid well, then of leave. his mind to then, leave. Then leave, then go, then travel the world. Don't have... If you really want it, if you really wanted it. Well, I've wanted it since uh, like four years now, I think. Then do it. Because if, if because desires, I think desires, uh, there, there are different type of desires. The ones that you have only uh, as a reaction of something, but mm -hmm. they, you lose interest in them. And the others that are deep inside of you and that mm -hmm. are yelling. Like for me, one desire was to come to the US. That was a deep desire. Like mm -hmm. it was yelling in my heart, in my mind. I dreamt about it. It was it was crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm here. So do you think are you a rebel or are you? I don't. Th I think that. I think that spiritually, I am a rebel. Okay. But I don't mind. I don't mind doing, the same things that others do. Mm -hmm. Like I don't mind going to work. I don't mind. But here's the thing, though. It doesn't bother me. You it, like your work, and I haven't liked my work since the day I started working. Well, it's not that it... Okay, it's not my dream job. Okay. It's not my dream job. All right, so what do you like about it? That I'm learning new things. New skills. But, okay, well, what's the use of these skills? Uh, well, the, I think... Well, in 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 the industry, in the engineering industry, I think there are very good skills mm -hmm. for negotiating and everything. But I also think these skills. I am. I always. Uh, I am always talking with people and um, discussing and negotiating. So I think it can also help me in my personal in mm -hmm. my personal life. Yeah. But I don't like. I really don't mind doing mm -hmm. the same things it's not that i that i that i don't see myself doing anything else no but i think that that if i'm if i'd be a doctor mm -hmm. i would be a very happy doctor or if i'd be a arch architect i would be a very very happy architect so that's good i think you're more the, calm and more peaceful that part of me it's 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 fine i don't i don't mm -hmm. i don't mind about it but so what about your personal life my spiritual not spiritual your personal life like your relationships what about them like um do you feel that you're not where you should be like you're at your job with respect to your job you're telling me you're happy where you are right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so Are you happy being single or you're not happy being single or how, what is I it? think I'm learning to be single. Uh after after being in a relationship for almost five years, it is very like it is very different how you see the world with being part of a re of a of a relationship mm -hmm. and now that I'm not. So I think I'm learning new things. I'm also having new feelings, new thoughts. Um, so I don't know. It has been very... Uh, Informational? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are some things that I didn't remind how they felt. Uh, like solitude. 
mm-hmm. for example. And actually, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever uh, felt the Sunday... Sunday blues? Sunday blues. I know. I used to feel that when I had a lot of workload and my manager was very strict with me. And those were the days I used to dread going to work on Mondays. But right now, I, I'm very, like, easygoing. It is like a natural thing to do. Just wake up on Monday and go to work and. Oh, but Sunday, and, Sunday, like Sunday yeah, morning. What do you feel like? Sunday you... morning or Sunday evening? Because Sunday blues is a concept that you feel, oh shit, you have to go to work next day. Well, yeah, but I also think, it, it, I I I used to feel like that when I was young. When I was mm-hmm. when I was at school, mm-hmm. like I used to feel that kind of Sunday blues. Like I was very um, worried that my Sunday, my my fun time, is was, over. Okay. It's over, yeah. Uh-huh. But now it's different because I think that throughout the week, I don't feel lonely at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always with friends or at work or uh, yeah or exercising. I don't know. I'm I'm never lonely. Mm-hmm. I talk to I I talk uh, with my mom with my brother like I'm always busy. Mm-hmm. I'm busy from five a.m. to ten eleven p.m. talking and hanging hanging out. Okay, all right. But and this this goes on from Monday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. But Sunday morning, I always wake up since I'm since I started living here. I always wake up feeling lonely as. Mm-hmm. So lonely. Maybe because uh, you have to be with yourself and all the activities that are occupying you during the week is keeping your attention away from something. And then all of a sudden, there's no escape. So you're left with your thoughts. And again, I'm not saying that you have to solve any problem or there is anything wrong with your life or anything but i think it is a general tendency when we get in our head we're dead if you notice and i've noticed it with me if i'm in a very lousy mood but all of a sudden somebody says hi and i I usually have a happy conversation with this person or he's not as close to me that i can show my real mood instantly i can change my mood and i can just be involved in a decent discussion you know and that's what we do all week we are basically running through life and the cycle of life without allowing us to feel sad and low and then when we're left with a lot of time on our hands our body wants our mind wants to you know focus on things on dark things, I on, think. On dark things, yeah. Because they're dark. And I used to think that it was also like a mix of um, of post-drinking day. Because on, on Saturdays, I usually go out and have some drinks. And also that um, increases my sad, my loneliness and sadness. The post-drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's obviously scientific fact that alcohol has uh, depression certain things in in it that 
causes you depression later on and that's also because of dehydration and all that stuff so that's obviously the after effect of alcohol but the question you maybe want to ask yourself is when you have too much time on your hands and you have not been drinking do you still go to dark mood exactly that was yeah i thought it was yeah. it was a, it was because of drinking mm-hmm. pause drinking and everything but mm-hmm. it's not it's actually real real so- solitude. solitude so it's related real to solitude. being alone yeah it is and yeah. it's sad and and also i think it's related um it's related to the fact that sundays are family days for me you know back in mexico i used to be with my family um mm-hmm. all day but that's again only an explanation i think it's much deeper than that and i'm pretty sure on weekdays too if you are alone in the evening and you don't have a plan you probably feel but not as sundays sundays are but you're Terrible. working 9 to 10 hours a day there's not enough time to be sad on a weekday for you yeah you probably, s- yeah you're right because you sleep at 10 and 11 right? yeah you're right you're right but yeah i don't know i feel i feel really lonely on sundays um mm-hmm. maybe this podcast should be for sunday then because anyway weekdays you have enough to do i would like to propose a bill in the constitution no <laughs> <laughs> in the assembly we are we... going to talk about that after this podcast ends yeah okay well, i hope But... you won't whoop my ass about <laughs> changing your your schedule but yeah yeah so i have to get going okay so i just want to know how are you i am confused and uh about this travel thing yeah yeah that's all That's all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The mind is so mysterious. Like I can be happy 2 3 days in a row and then one day it just hits me for no reason. It's just the mind is just always playing games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but well I'm yeah. happy that that we that we're able to keep doing this and I appreciate your time. and you and your um you been here and doing it with me thank you mm-hmm. adam prit sing all right you're welcome and maybe you can say the goodbye yeah for sure so thanks for hearing us um this is adam even if there is no one hearing us yeah even 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 then we're uh we appreciate your time also and please Uh let us know if you have any topic that you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um you can reach out to us at at uh not my Facebook <laughs> because I just deleted it and we didn't talk about it but anyhow. Um we will let you know how to reach. Actually they can comment on the podcast. Oh, then comment, then comment there and mm-hmm. maybe if we see that we start having more listeners, we can open a Gmail address. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Thank All you right. guys.